Our faculty and staff believe in work, hard work, and they truly exhibit a spirit that is not afraid. War Eagle. Go crazy, Cadillac! Go crazy! I mean, who don't want to come to Auburn? Oh, my God! Davis is going to run it all the way back! Auburn wins! We're about excellence and innovation. This is Auburn being Auburn. I believe in Auburn. War Eagle. And love it. We're a football school, but we're also an everything school. War Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to the Everything Auburn podcast, which we record right here from the heyday market on the plains. I'm your host, Auburn Communications Director Preston Sparks, and this is the place for learning all about the amazing people, places, traditions, and work, hard work, that sets Auburn apart from the rest. Seinfeld was a show about nothing, but this is a podcast about everything, everything Auburn. With this segment, we're going to delve into the many recreation and wellness offerings that are available to Auburn students, faculty, and staff on Auburn's campus. We have Eric Smith, Executive Director of Auburn University Recreation and Wellness, with us to talk through his role in providing a holistic approach to health and wellness on campus by integrating recreational activities and health promotion initiatives to support the physical, mental, and emotional well-being of Auburn community members. Thanks so much for being here today, Eric. Yeah, glad to be here. Looking forward to it. I think it'll be a great conversation and, and something that I'm more than happy to do. Let's get things started off by having you talk a bit about your role here at Auburn. Yeah, so I am, as you so well put, the Executive Director of Recreation and Wellness. I'm going into my 14th year. I am excited about this relatively new role. I kind of took over in November of 22, so not even a full year yet. Before that, I was the Director of Health Promotion and Wellness Services. Frankly, we've combined operations. Campus recreation and health promotion and wellness services has merged. We are one unit now, kind of under the leadership of one person, and we're trying to really push the envelope on integrating health promotion, wellness services, and all the recreational stuff. I think for years, you know, we have done a great job in silos in those areas, and, and certainly I don't want to leave out my colleagues in the counseling center either. They're doing wonderful stuff providing for mental health and kind of acute needs for people, but um, in this effort, we're just trying to, to do things a little bit differently, integrate a little bit more, uh, make collaboration a little bit easier, and kind of uh, make choosing health an easier choice for people here at the university. So let's talk specifically now about Auburn's Recreation and Wellness Center and all it has to offer. Yeah, so the rec center, the Recreation Wellness Center at Auburn's amazing. It's truly unique. I have been at a lot of institutions and seen a lot of other rec centers. And every time I walk out, I'm like, man, Auburn's is awesome. It's over the top. It's cool. Uh, it's super clean, by the way. Like if you've ever yes. been in, like I, I think that means a lot for a lot of people. And it, it doesn't smell like a gym. <laughs> but essentially, we've got it all. I mean, you can come in, and I always encourage people on your first visit to the Recreation and Wellness Center, hop up to the second floor, get on the track. It is a unique feature in and of itself. It is a third of a mile. It's the longest indoor track in the nation, and it has elevation in two different spots. So you literally climb a hill, you run a little bit of a corkscrew, if you will, and you come back down a hill on the other side of the building. Um, so it's, that, to me, is a hallmark. It's a feature, and the cool part is, is you can see the entire operation. You can see the free uh, weightlifting areas, you can see the machines, you can see the climbing wall, you can see a lot of cardio, functional fitness space, glute strength zones, and then you get onto the other side and you can see all the courts, so the six courts, um, which may be set up for dodgeball, racquetball, badminton, basketball, you name it, you know, we're willing to play and kind of go from there. And the cool thing too, like, uh, there's a lot of science out there that talks about biophilic design and kind of bringing the outside in and the windows, the brightness. I mean, it definitely feels unique in the sense that you are literally walking our campus when you're on the track and it's really cool. 
It's a beautiful facility. Yeah, it really is. Absolutely. Uh, ten years ago, the building opened for the first time. So we're celebrating well, the 10-year anniversary this year. Yep. Very good. Very mm-hmm. good. Just beyond the center, what are their offerings are available to students? I know uh, one way to get out and about is through intramurals, club-level sports, right? Yeah. So obviously, intramurals and clubs is a big part of the operation. We label that kind of stuff competitive sports. Um, here at the university, I like to think of it as like three levels of competition. Obviously, there's the varsity level, you know, go, go Tigers. I hope Bruce wins a championship this year. I hope the football team does amazingly well. And then at our level, we've got club sports, which is just a step down, so to speak, in terms of competition and commitment, but you're still playing other institutions. So like our rugby team, for instance, is a Division One club-level team. They won the national championship just, I think, three years ago, maybe two years ago. And then we've got uh, lacrosse programs, men's and women's ice hockey um, and they're playing teams just like Auburn. They're playing Alabama. They're playing Florida. They're playing um, all across the nation. Uh, and then if you make it to the national level stuff, truly all across the nation. Um, but that's awesome. And then at the intramural level, there are tons of opportunities just for you and your buddies, you know, you and your three best friends, your five best friends to form a soccer team, a form a football team, that kind of thing. And our numbers in both of those arenas are really growing. This year, we're actually over 40 teams at the club level. Um, so we have 40 athletic teams competing under the Auburn label all across the country in that program. And then at the intramural level, I just saw a report earlier today, like we're already up to 91 registered flag football teams um, and 16 teams are on the wait list. Uh, The soccer teams like co-ed sand volleyball, there's over 40 teams and 16 are on a wait list. So our students, you know, I know it's the biggest class we've ever had and and our students are, um, there are a lot of them, but they want to engage in competitive action. They want to engage with each other. They want to have a team and they want to have some friendly competition. We're a place that provides that um, and our numbers are booming. Like they're going. It's pretty cool. So let's now move into the realm of wellness. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you play about a role and also helping students with such issues as combating substance abuse. Can you talk a little bit about, about that? Yeah, I mean, any, any college campus in America is going to deal with some level of substance use. Auburn University is no different. I frankly got my start in colleges and universities really working with substance use at at UNC Chapel Hill and and it's certainly an area I kind of got tired of um, I mean people make bad choices right so often we hear um, man I had one too many and something happened well we want to try to prevent that one too many I want your Saturday night to be like full of awesome memories and good times and not a bunch of regrets and certainly not like a a DUI or, or an arrest or anything like that so we're big into the prevention game, we're big in the education game, but I think where we really shine through and do some really good work is in our intervention. So I mentioned the Counseling Center earlier, and they're going to provide a lot of your long-term um, counseling and that type of thing. Where we slide into the equation is, um, we call them brief interventions. So let's say you do get in trouble on campus or even off campus here in the community, you may be referred to one of our people. Um, and that's not a scary thing, that's not a judgmental thing, that's not, it's just an opportunity for you to talk about what happened, talk about your use, and maybe make some course corrections. And it could be a small thing, it could be a big thing, um, it could be a simple thing, but hopefully that change is going to have kind of some long-term impacts on your, your use. And then we have a much more um, broad, in-depth program called SUIT, and SUIT is like 8 to 15 weeks. It involves a lot more. It is for students who are su- truly struggling, and they don't know where to go, and they want a little bit of help, and they want to course correct in a major way, and we're able to provide them a structured program, almost like a little bit of an inpatient, outpatient kind of program, and get them to make some positive changes. And we've had people do that program and get involved in it and like want to do it again and want to do it again. And it becomes accountability and it becomes a connection point. It becomes a home for them um, while they're kind of struggling through the issue. 
and then they're able to be successful. We also, like I've worked with students in recovery for years here at the institution, and I think they're some of the most amazing students we have. They're students who have struggled with addiction, and struggled with pain and, and trauma sometimes, and they're able to make some positive changes in their lives, and we play a supportive role in keeping them on the, the course and keeping them doing the right thing. They graduate, they go on to do amazing things. Yeah, that's such a great resource yeah, absolutely. Uh, to have. So are there other program offerings in the space of supporting mental health? Anything else you'd like to add? I think one of the big ones um, is a student-led initiative. And, you know, I think, I think you can appreciate this as an Auburn person. Um, Auburn University is here for, governed by, and to support students, right? Like that's, our, that's who we are. Uh, right. So it's always cool when students come and they make change. Like the rec center is um, a commitment of a student an an old SGA student to make some changes and make something happen and she did it was awesome the same can be said in mental health we had um, a gentleman his name was Kyle Um, Kyle wanted to do something for mental health and he created Active Minds and Active Minds here on our campus is a chapter it's like an advocacy group for mental health they are nationally affiliated and well known across the country our chapter here is vibrant it's uh, award-winning and it does some amazing things And through some of the leadership and kind of the push that they've had, we've actually been voted one of the healthiest campuses in America. And and a large hallmark of that is the advocacy that that group does. Um, So they're affiliated with our team. They're affiliated with the Counseling Center. We kind of serve as a little bit of a home from them. They meet in the rec center, um, and we support their initiatives and the things they want to do to shed light on the fact that everyone has mental health. Um, some people may be challenged by like a mental illness here or there, but we all have mental health and hopefully we're kind of rowing that boat in a direction of having some positive, good mental health more often than not. Now let's turn uh, kind of to physical health. So yeah. let's, let's delve into some specifics in terms of group fitness. I know yep. there are outdoor adventure experiences, climbing, Olympic, yep. powerlifting, even personal training possibilities, right? Yeah. No, I mean, you, you, you laid them out for us perfectly. We do all that, highlighting a few specific things. One... Here again, kind of going back to the student-led experience part of this process. Um, last year, we did the, it was our first ever survey to like see what the members wanted, what they needed, what they wanted to change about the rec center. And we made a lot of changes. And one of the things we're doing this year, it'll hopefully be ready by fall break, is we're kind of reinventing our powerlifting studio. So previously, we had this great space. It was a, more of a private space in the building. Um, and we had dedicated powerlifting equipment for students. Fitness trends, though, people are lifting more. They're lifting heavier. Uh, a lot more women are lifting uh, these days than, than previously. And they're, they want to lift a barbell. You know, it's not just they want to be on a machine and more of a controlled kind of movement. They want to swing that bell. They want to do a power clean. They want to do um, a snatch, a jerk, all that kind of stuff. So we're redoing our game room. We're doubling the size of the racks we have. We're bringing in some amazing equipment. I think one thing Rec here is known for is a high-end experience, and we're going to provide that. Uh, to anyone, frankly, who wants to have that Olympic and powerlifting kind of high-end experience, there'll be reservable racks and then racks that are open for the community. But we're doubling the size of that, you know, and we're going to invest a lot in that, which is really cool. Part of the process of integrating health promotion and wellness services and campus rec and creating this new, new team, we've got to build space for everyone. So when we build the space for HPWS, the personal training studio is going to get a facelift too. And we're going to have more space for them to work. And I think the cool thing about our personal training program is all of our personal trainers, well, we have two wonderful professionals on the staff, and then it's 30 students who are trained, licensed personal trainers, and they're, they're doing it. Like, they're the ones who are actually building the plans and, and queuing people up and getting people through the routines and seeing good progress and changing people's lives. 
that program is getting a new space to work in an enhanced space. One of the things we're going to do is have small group training for those club sport teams I mentioned. So like the rugby team can schedule a time, come in and work with our certified personal trainers and get their team performing at a higher level. It'll be really cool. Group fitness is great. I think one of the big changes we've seen in group fitness just over the past few years is there's been kind of a reemergence of Pilates and yoga classes and people want to do more of that. And if you haven't been to the top floor of our building in the fitness tower and seen that yoga studio with the windows that cantilever up and the, the surround of Auburn that is around it, it's really cool and kind of breathtaking. They do that all the time. I think we have 90 current classes on the books every single week. Wow. So 90 opportunities to engage in group fitness. Outdoor Rec is, is going through a growth period. Obviously, the pandemic kind of really hurt that. We're coming out of that. Student-led outdoor adventure trips are the hallmark of what they do in addition to the rock wall. And the rock wall is really unique too. It's two 50-foot towers connected by a piece at the top. Imagine a pair of pants, if you will, and you can climb up either leg. And we're getting some good numbers coming through there right now. I think um, the other day at Get Wrecked, like, I can't remember the exact number, but they were busy from the moment they opened that gate until they have to shut it down later at night. So they're doing some cool and amazing stuff too. And then just informally, we are constantly trying to adapt the building to provide for the needs of individuals and monitor fitness trends so like you know last year i think we saw a big explosion in barbell hip thrust and glute strength posterior chain we've brought in some new equipment that addresses the specific kind of movements people want to do i could wax poetically about hack squats back squats (laughs) belt squats all day long um and we are here to provide those pieces of equipment and spaces for students to really engage. Functional fitness is also really big right now. Like people have their, their jam on their, um, on their iPhone and we give them a space where they can work kind of independently with the equipment and kind of really get after it. It's fun to watch and good to see. All right. Uh, let's get personal now for a okay. minute. How did you get into a career of rec and wellness? It, it really sounds like a pretty cool job. Yeah, it is. It's, it's awesome. I think, honestly, I got into it through an outdoor orientation trip. Um, When I was an undergrad at a a small school in Maryland called Salisbury University, they had my my Camp War Eagle, if you will, was two weeks in Canada in a canoe. Um, (laughs) And then my RA training was outward bound in a sailboat in the Chesapeake Bay for a solid week. So that was my like outdoor kind of commitment thing. And it was awesome. It was cool. It opened my eyes to the world of student affairs, frankly. And when I graduated, I was a high school teacher for a year. I uh, took an opportunity to go and get my master's degree in higher ed administration, and then from there it was admissions and housing, and eventually counseling and wellness in the dean of students' office at UNC Chapel Hill, where I did work in the alcohol and drug like arena um, for a long time, and that's where I kind of cut my teeth, if you will. Uh, my little sister is an Auburn alum, and she was here when the Office of Health Promotion and Wellness Services was created. I was the first director. Like, I, she was like, "You got to apply for this job." Uh, so I did, and we came down in August of 2010 and like loved it and thought it was awesome. And here we are, 14 years later, still hanging out and having a good time and, and, and kind of getting involved with some new stuff. I'm a very active person. Like I honestly work out every single day of the week. I'm on my way to do a back workout after we get out of here <laughs> and do some weighted pull-ups, which will be fun. Um, but I ride bikes. I, I do Ironman triathlon. I actually coach lacrosse and played lacrosse growing up and everything, and um, that's the sport like I really like and all my kids play it and everything. Um, but I'm just a really active person. I think we can do a lot to solve a lot of problems society has through movement and through kind of good, good health. I do think that daily movement and the ability to sweat every day, the ability to kind of get after it, 
I want to live forever. Like I want to be able to get on the floor with a grandkid someday. I want to be, the ability to keep moving, keep walking, even just hiking across campus are all kind of long-term health goals for me. But I know that daily practice is important. So things like sleep, um, eating well, all that kind of stuff adds up. And I think that you can go a long way to increasing the quality of your life uh, just by moving every single day. Okay, I think I found my hero in this segment, by the way. So, okay, that uh, person you just walked by. Hero. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> so I know we all strive for, you know, health in our lives. Yeah. And um, it's just so great to have this type of support here on campus. So. Well, and access too, right? Like having access to that building is truly amazing. And I would love to see more people in there, frankly. You know, yeah. like I would love to see us get so full in there that later, like, Eric, you got to build another building. And I'll be like, all right, where are we going to put this one? And let's, let's go. Let's get after it. I had a conversation with the woman who runs Ali, the Asha yes. Lifelong, the other day. And there's some talk about trying to get their members involved. And I think that would be really cool um, as an opportunity for those folks to keep moving, you know, keep moving. There's a wonderful book called Movement is Medicine. I forget the author. She's brilliant. If you get a chance, read it. It's great. I can't recommend it enough. How can the campus community get connected to the Rec Center or any of the other programs we mentioned? Obviously, you know, we're, we're on all the socials, if you will, um, Instagram and everything under the sun even TikTok these days. But um, I think the big thing for students, for staff, for faculty who want to get involved is come on down and take a chance on us. Like walk through the doors, ask for a tour, send me an email, send Nicholas Head an email, get a personalized tour. We'd love to show you around. For students, you know, they are members. They, everybody has a membership already. You've, you're, you're officially on board. Come on down. We'd love to have you. For staff and faculty, you know, we can talk through that process and what that looks like. The complaint we sometimes get is uh it's really busy and yeah it is it's it's busy because people want to be there they want to be a part of the experience in the community we're building and for staff and faculty maybe that's earlier in the day as opposed to later in the day when the students are there but please just take a chance on us come on down and the cool thing about you know working with us or being a member of our community is it's not just the recreation and wellness center it's the intramural fields it's the sportsplex it's the pickleball and tennis ball courts and like we as an organization are constantly thinking about like what's next, what can we do to better serve the community. I'm a big believer in, like I said, daily movement. So things like greenways and building kind of connection points around campus. I want it to be easy for people to access our services and I want it to be easy for people to move. Anything else you'd like to add for the listeners? You know, I I think this may sound a little kooky, I guess, but like our, our mission down there, what we are trying to do is through our people, through our facilities, through our programs, is change people's lives for the better. And at the end of the day, like that's a noble cause and one that we really embrace and one that we want to do and we want to do it to the best of our ability. So if you're interested in making a change in your life and you know, there's a sign in the Counseling Center store, it talks about change is good. I'm a big believer in that and I certainly would love to play a role in people at this university changing their lives for the better through like our offerings and I think that would be really cool. Well, thanks so much again, Eric, for joining the podcast and enlightening us on all things recreation and wellness. We really appreciate it. I hope everyone listening learned a few new things, grew their knowledge of everything Auburn. Make sure to check back on our show for future episodes as we continue to look at everything that makes Auburn so special. War Eagle. 